welcome to Two Crasians, the Asian American podcast where the Joy Love Club meets drunk history. I'm your host, Cindy Yep. And I'm Nancy Lee. On this episode of Two Crasians, we're talking about Asians on vacation. Stories about Asian Americans traveling to Asia, Asian Americans traveling to not Asia, and our strange experiences of being from America, but not looking quote unquote American. I love vacation. I mean... Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Like, you know, when people talk about, I love to travel, like who doesn't like to travel? Who doesn't? I love the outdoors. Well, not everyone likes outdoors. I know, but this is what people say all the time. I I love to travel. I love food. You're like, yeah, you're a human being. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, exactly. Could you Uh, imagine someone saying, I don't like traveling? I mean, some people don't. I think those people are strange, personally. But we're like travel warriors, so. Yes, I agree. But first, let's share our hams. Hams are hella Asian moments. Moments in our lives when we're reminded that we are in fact Asian, which is pretty much every day. Every day. So, Cindy, do you have a ham to share today? I do. I recently went on a trip to South America and I was flying back from Lima, Peru, and was sitting near some bathrooms and there was some kind of like commotion. And it turned out that someone had thrown up in the bathrooms and and they had thrown up in both the sinks of both the bathrooms near me. Oh, God. Come on, person. So the flight attendants are like, shit. They like clean them up, but they're like locked. But people keep lining up outside. And I'm like, I got to be like obedient, helpful Asian person. (laughs) And I got to help people. So I start wanting to tell people that they can use the other two bathrooms, but there's a problem because like nobody speaks English. And so like everyone is either Latin, so they speak Spanish or they're coming from Machu Picchu. So it's like all Chinese, like the whole plane (laughs) is just Latin and Chinese and like China, Chinese from like China and like me. Like, okay, maybe the motherland and maybe America, but like there's a lot of old people, so they don't really speak English. Right. Yeah. So the Latin people, I'm like, um, disculpe, um, no está abierto. (laughs) I'm like, I don't have word. Like, I've been in South America for six weeks and I still don't like have any words. I'm like, no es limpio. Like, it's not clean. It's not open. It's not clean. (laughs) Which is like, and they're like, okay. And then like the Mandarin. Did they get it? (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) And then Mandarin speaking people, I'm like, I'm like, this bathroom cannot be used. And then I'm like, yo, yo, Mao Bing. Which I think That's means like, like it's sick in the head. It's like you're sick in the head. Like you, this toilet has mental problems. <laughs> and then because they're all elderly, I had to help like a bunch of like Lao Taipos and like abuelas oh, like across my row. And I, so I was like, I'm like holding their hands and like trying to speak like Spanglish and Chinglish. And it's, it's like terrible. Oh, but, at least yeah. you tried to help. I I tried. But I think that is what we would call Asian guilt. Asian guilt. Yeah, Asian guilt is real. You're like, I'm trying to be helpful here. I kind of can do this and that, but not exactly, but better than what the Latin people could do, speaking with Chinese. I mean. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be cool. I speak so many languages. (laughs) They don't. (laughs) 
that's my ham. Did you have a ham to share? Yeah, well, I actually do. And uh, this is actually a throwback one from early 90s. And I thought it was appropriate since it was actually around vacation. Mm -hmm. So as most of you know, I grew up in the restaurant business, which means you don't take vacation. Or at least you don't take family vacations. It's usually one parent or the other, which in most of the cases was my mother. However, we decided to take a vacation to Ocean City, Maryland, to be like that traditional American type of vacation going to the beach. So we packed up the car and we drove down to Ocean City, Maryland and had our beach vacation. And as you guys know, Ocean City, Maryland is really known for their crabs. And what do Chinese people love to do? Eat. They love it. Especially at all-you-can-eat buffet. Oh, God. Yeah. So we, this is like before the internet. So we basically go to whatever place that the hotel recommended. And as soon as we get out of the car, he's like, oh, I forgot something, you know? So he runs back to the car and he comes back to the table with two quarts of his own homemade dipping sauce. What? He brought sauce from home, put it in a cooler on the road trip down, thinking forward that he was going to eat crabs. So he wanted to make sure it was tasty. He was like, you know, all they do is steam. You need flavor. <laughs> So I'm he, like I'm like you can't see me, but I'm like covering my face with my hands. But he was just like you know he wanted something like with that spice, and he's a, like a chef, I guess we call him. And he like brought his own sauce. But clearly, as like a seven year old, I'm completely embarrassed because of course the server comes over and like looks at the table like what is that? He's like oh I bring my own sauce, and the guy was kind of like okay. That's humiliating. But my, I mean, now that you think about it, I don't think anything's wrong with it. He just wanted to punch up the flavor. But when I was like eight or seven years old, I was mortified. Yeah, a side embarrassing note, my dad likes to wash out all the cups and saucers and plates when he gets to a Chinese restaurant with the tea. Tea. Oh, my God. My parents do the same thing. They, like, put, like, a little of the tea, and then they dip the silverware in it. Mm-hmm. And they wipe everything down. And then where does the excess tea go? There's, like, a plastic cup that they have on the table for cold water. Uh-huh. That they just dump it in there. It's, like, it's like the residual of all. Oh, because, like, cold water is poison. As yeah, so they're only going to drink hot tea. Um, My dad's excess tea goes on the floor. Yeah, he dumps it on the floor. Oh, man, that must have been embarrassing as a kid. Um, I'm still embarrassed now. <laughs> I'm still like, fuck. They're going to do what they're going to do. You know what my dad says? He's 78 now. He's like, you know what? I am old man. I'm going to do whatever I want. <laughs> there you go. To be honest, you've been doing it since I was born. Yeah. So this whole yeah, like, being right. 70 whatever, that don't mean anything. Really. <laughs> right. Now you just have an excuse for yeah. it. You yeah. always did whatever the fuck you wanted. I know. Seriously. So okay. anyway, moving on, let's talk about our Asians on vacation. But both of us have done a pretty good amount of uh, travel in Asia. Yeah, you lived in Asia. 
Yeah, for for school, and we'll talk about Mm -hmm. that a little bit. But it's a little weird, especially when you're older. I think when I was younger and I went, I didn't really realize. I thought I was American. I'm like, ha, 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 whatever. But when you're a little bit more, like, aware of your surroundings, it's a little weird when you realize that the locals don't realize that you're a tourist. Yeah, um, because you look like you look Asian, but they kind of know you're not from there. Something's, like, a little off, right? Like, you... Don't really speak the language, Mm -hmm. depending on where you are. So there's a lot of like, hmm, a lot of weird looks. It's like judgment. They look at you. Yeah. And it's not like just conversation. They're judging you. Yeah. They're trying to figure out where in their worldview you are fitting. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's like a lot of the interactions that (laughs) we have. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So like when I'm in Asia, like people tend to think that I'm ethnically from that country at first it doesn't matter if it's like japan korea it's taiwan like taiwan they definitely think i'm just they'll just start talking to me at least they think you're like a local to be honest i've gone to a lot of southeast asian places because you all know i love to lay out and get tan in like warm places no matter what asian country i'm in china thailand indonesia everyone thinks i'm korean but I've never even been to Korea. I don't like I don't get it. Why do they think you're Korean? I don't know. I've even asked like my Korean American friends and they also think I looked Korean before they knew I was Chinese. And I'm like, oh, really? They're like, yeah, she's a sister. Yeah. Nothing's she's wrong. She's Korean with- sister. Yeah. Nothing's wrong. I mean, Korean girls are beautiful. I should take beautiful. it as a compliment. But I'm just sure. not Korean. I don't know how to say it otherwise. But I was talking to some people and basically I'd be like in Chinese or Mandarin. I'd be like, I'm not Korean. I'm Chinese. So I no, you're not. I'm like, really? Are you trying to tell me who I am? Yeah, they are. They're like, "Mm, you're a liar. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, oh, well, why do you think that? They're like, your skin's so dark. No Chinese person in their right mind would have dark skin. I'm like, do you know people spend tons of money to get this skin tone and this color. The other factor, I think, is because my Mandarin is terrible. It's pretty much like as we discussed during Chinglish about like a second grade level. But then when I can get their attention to stop being, you know, you're Korean, you're Korean, I'm like, oh, I'm ABC. They're like, ah. It's like that, you know, it comes all together. Like, oh, it all makes sense now. You're an ABC. I don't get why, like, they, like, ABC is not one of the options when they, like, they see us. They're like, not Chinese. Must be Korean. Like, yeah. that's it. Like, not <laughs> like, there's like, no oh, other option. Like, there's America. no other option. Like, go through you mentally, like, where other Asians live. They're like, oh, your Chinese is so good. And I was like, you just told me it sucked. So, and then, you know, there was this time that I was traveling around um, China by myself for a month and I went to Sanya, which is basically the Hawaii of China. Did you know they had one? No, I didn't know that. It's in Hainan province. It's an island off the south side of China. And I get in there and the cab driver, you know, goes through the, are you Korean? Why is your skin dark? Blah, blah, blah. It was like weird. It was the same questions from each person. And then they get, you know, very Chinese, matter of fact, asking about money. 
How much mm-hmm. do you make? What do you do? And I'm like, uh, I don't. You're like, even... I reserve that those kind of questions for my family. I know. I'm like, I don't think I'm. I'm like, that's a little too. He was, and then he kept harping on. It. I'm like, it's actually rude to ask this, and he he just didn't get it. He didn't get it. They just like they need to know. It's, I need to know everything about you, personal. I don't know. I just I didn't know what to say. And then he also was telling me that my parents are traitors. Because they left China and moved to Taiwan, but that's an entirely different conversation. But they just oh, really want to just tell you everything they're thinking. They're like, "You understand what I'm saying, so I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to ask you awkward questions." So, like, basically, all Asians in Asia have like Aspergers, kind of. <laughs> it's just a cultural norm there. So, when you're with other Westerners that are in Asia. Aren't you like the person who like the wait staff or whoever it is thinks that you speak the language like they just like see they might see like a bunch of white faces and they just zero in on you. They're like she's the communicator. Mm-hmm. She's the ambassador for these peoples. And you're just like, listen, I my like friends have been living in Japan for like years. They're fluent. I can say like three things. No. And so you're just like, no, no, I, I, there's no graceful way to say, like, I don't understand you. I'm well, like, but not. That's all I know. Don't. Yeah. I mean, I basically say that like constantly. <laughs> I, I don't like, I know how to say that in every language. Where's the bathroom? And I don't understand. But like, I think like, I feel like the special kind of shame that goes with not knowing the language, even though like, there's no reason for me to know Japanese and I shouldn't feel ashamed about it. But like, I think they see me as like a Japanese person who like wasn't raised there and or might be mentally disabled. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you had a very interesting experience in Japan. I mean, I love Japan. I keep going there. I can't get enough. But like, yeah, it's there's a barrier. <laughs> well, I share that sentiment that I that Westerners when when you're with a bunch of Westerners in an Asian country. So when I was in China, I was studying abroad there. And my friend Jill, who is seems really tall, 5'10", blonde hair, blue eyes. She's actually fluent in Mandarin. She lives in Beijing or lived in Beijing at the time. And she like works for a Chinese company. Like she reads and writes, she writes her emails in Mandarin or Chinese actually. And we were at a dumpling place really late at night and the server comes over and starts looking at me. I'm like, Oh, talk to her. Like basically point to her and Mm -hmm. would not look at her. And I'm just (laughs) like, no, don't look at me. I don't know what I'm ordering. She's ordering <laughs> and wouldn't. And then she and she was like, we were kind of drunk. So she's like, I'm talking. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Talk to me. <laughs> and then I was just like, whoa. And then you hear these little girls at another table talking about us. And my friend Jill was like, I know. I understand everything you're saying. Oh, my God. Like, she was like talking about us like. And Jill totally called called them out. But I I just like I was just like, why don't they understand? Like I'm telling them not to look at me to talk to her. I don't know what I'm saying. And they still just look at me. It boggled my mind. And it was just so entertaining because it was like after a late night clubbing, I think it was like 4 a.m. at the dumpling place. Oh, my God. That's the ultimate. Like, I I hear you. I hear you talking shit about me. Yeah. I, I was so proud of her. Yeah, that's cool. Call them out. And then her Mandarin's like, 
like perfect tone. Great. Like I wish I could embody her skill set. Basically, I make my parents <laughs> proud. <laughs> but instead, I'm just me. <laughs> so, you know, there's this thing. I don't know why, but when I'm in China or when I was living in China, I also feel like it's a little dirty. People are a little aggressive. They have poor manners. But for some reason, I got super defensive when my classmates at the time, when I was getting my MBA, we did a study abroad there. And they would talk about like, oh my God, how disgusting this is. Like, I mean, they're pretty gross. Like, you know, the snot, the snot yeah. blowout thing. Okay? Yeah, it's gross. It's gross. People it's gross it. there. What are you going to do? But you're in their country, right? Mm-hmm. Or you talk about the food or how polluted it is and Don't get me wrong. I agree with everything they're saying. But for some reason, I felt like I needed to defend them. Like, okay, I hear what you're saying, but don't act obnoxious. Like you chose to come to their country and study in their homeland. Like it's not your place, right? What are you trying to tell them to do? Clean up their act? Like this is how they work. I think it's just rude to like be complaining about something loudly because you think no one can hear you. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're like, I can get away with it. Yeah. But, That's irritating. But then it, I would take like the adverse. And so when I was studying there, I wanted to live among locals because so I ended up living about an hour subway ride away from campus. So we had to commute and I ended up living with my uh, roommate. His name is Bio, who is Nigerian. So it's me and living with this Nigerian man in an apartment, the people that were renting it from was like, mm, who is this? <laughs> and then we have our neighbors across the street that has like the grandfather, the the daughter, the kid. And they saw us and they're like, uh, and I was like, oh, we're classmates. They're like, oh, OK, OK. So Bayo and I would take the subway ride every day and people would stare at him like he's also like probably six two. Yeah. Everyone like would be like, oh, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> God. Kobe. Oh my God. So no. He also dresses really nice. But I think toward the end, he was getting so annoyed because he would be like, I don't understand. If you want to look at me, look at me, but have a conversation with me. Just don't stare. Yeah. And so I got defensive. I would talk to these people like, you know better. You shouldn't be staring at him. Like, what are you staring at? He's like, oh, his skin's so dark. I'm like, he's from Africa. He's black. Like, what do you want from him? We're like, uh, it kind of sucks that we kind of blend in. But I also think like it would be hard, super hard to be like, obviously Western or, you know, your example is extreme example because like they don't see any black people at all. And I'm annoyed how much people stare at me mm-hmm. and I don't even get that many looks because I can kind of blend in. I can kind of like. Can you imagine yeah. yeah. I was even like on that trip to Sanya with a beach town. I met these girls who are actually from Philly and they were both black and we're on the beach. And then people would just come up to them on the beach Ugh. and just stare at them. And I'm like, like in what, what do you in what world is that OK world? to do? I don't know. It's weird when you're in China, especially because you have you're living between these two worlds like you're american but you're like 
upset when the Westerners say bad things about Chinese because mm-hmm. it really you're Chinese, and then you see the Chinese people saying bad things to the Americans, and you're like. Oh, I got to defend the Americans. It's like, who's defending you? Nobody. Yourself, I guess, with your broken Chinese or Mandarin of second grade level. Um, I think you, yeah, you do, like, to a certain extent, have to defend yourself. And, like, it gets real tiring. Mm -hmm. Like, I get, like, we'll talk about this more, but, like, I get, like, real fatigued with trying to tell you my, like, life story every time I meet somebody. I am fucking tired of it's it. It's like when I go to the nail places now or a massage place in the city or in New York and they're Chinese most most likely. I used to would be like, ni hao. And they're like, oh, you're Chinese. And then I realized they won't st- stop talking during the service, like if it's a massage or a manicure or whatever. So I've learned to say, <laughs> oh, hi. Yeah. And just, just cut that off. Unless I feel like. Yeah. Unless I feel like being chatty just to like go the American route and not even show my cards. Well, I I do that for a different reason, which is that like I know enough Spanish to like initiate a conversation, but not to keep it going. Like I if I can ask you things, but if you have follow up questions, that is where the conversation ends. You know what I mean? I'm like that. You hit a wall where you're like, yeah, this is where my vocabulary ends. And we're like, oh, hit the wall really, (laughs) like really quickly. This other thing that was really an interesting experience being an Asian woman traveling in Asia is when you go to places Mm -hmm. in Southeast Asia. I was in Thailand and I'd go to these like upscale hotels and I would be by myself and sit at the bar. What's wrong with that? Nothing. But I definitely got stares. And actually, one person kind of approached me thinking I was a prostitute. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm American. I like try to like pull my most American accent I could. So they didn't think I was a local. And then I was just like, oh, man. They don't understand why in the world you would be traveling alone. Like the odd white girl backpacker. Like they've seen that. They're just like, you're a fucking alien. Who knows what your motivations are? But like Asian people, they just like don't understand. They're like, they basically think the way our parents do. Why in the world would you do that by yourself? Yeah. Why in the world would you go do? It's fine. They don't need to get it. It's fine. But I just want them to know. (laughs) Can you have a sign like in their language? Like not for sale. Oh, like a big gold chain, like a wrapper. They probably (laughs) steal my gold chain. Anywho, what about like when you go outside of uh, Asia and you go to abroad other places that are not Asia? How are your have any stories to share about your experience there? Well, that's yeah. Outside of Asia is a different story. It's different depending on like, you know, where you go. As I mentioned, I recently spent six weeks in South America and it was really interesting because there's not all that many Asians there. Um, and I thought there's just Chinese people like everywhere, you know, but I went to a bunch of cities where there's not really like an expat community um, and there's not that many tourists from like a diverse number of places. Like I got a lot of stares, but mostly, you know, mostly left alone. I, f- I feel like if, when I wear sunglasses, they can't see my like squinty eyes and then I can kind of just like pass as like a short, dark person. And they're just like, oh, something's weird about that nose or something. And they just like kind of like squint at me. And then they're just like, <laughs> but I don't but I don't know. By and large, I, everyone I met was super nice and warm and friendly. But, you know, you do get like mm-hmm. shouted at on the street. 
And it's the same kind of people we were talking about was like, they just don't understand where you fit in. Like they only have like a conception of like certain kinds of people. And if they're not very traveled, they they don't really they don't really get you. And so you spend a lot of time uh, explaining your shit, where you are from and stuff. And then sometimes people just shout like kind of racist things at you. People like chase you down the street and be like, ching chong, ching chong and stuff. And it's like, God, fucking leave me alone. (laughs) Sometimes people say like, I know you get this too, like ni hao or like konnichiwa. No, I know. But I even get that here with drivers and stuff they're like oh are you Chinese who does that work on like who wants to hear ni hao in like the language that you assume the country that I'm from even though you're in America oh my god um the best is when they do konnichiwa yeah and like or I was in Spain with my (laughs) friend who's Korean and she's like somebody was like ni hao and she's like I'm not Chinese and I'm like yeah I mean I am Chinese but like don't assume that. And also, what's wrong with Chinese? <laughs> but yeah, Cody, <laughs> I get Konichiwa all the time. I had like this one time I was in Ecuador and like they're like, they were trying to say ni hao, but like they didn't get it right. So they didn't say it the right way. No. Right? So they're... they were like, ni meow. <laughs> and they're like trying to speak like cat to me. They're like, ni meow. What the fuck? I think the reason this happens so much in Mexico and Latin America is because, let's be honest, those places are hot and the sun comes out and Chinese people do not like going to those places. So I think they're just not accustomed to seeing a lot of Chinese tourists. So when they do, they're just like, oh, my gosh, kind of like what the Chinese people do with you know, black people that are there, they just stare because they're just yeah, like not it's, used to it's it. It's not that common because in places where there's not, as my mom calls it, a Uniqlo World Heritage Site. <laughs> She's like, oh, I went to this place. It's a Uniqlo. No, mom, it's not a Uniqlo. <laughs> like, you're not going to get cheap T-shirts there. When I was actually in Madrid, I kicked off a two-month adventure that I was traveling around Europe by myself, and I started in Madrid, and I was kind of homesick, and I didn't plan anything. I was also, like, physically sick. It's my big adventure, and it wasn't going off um, on the right foot. And I realized that all the delis and grocery stores were run by Chinese people. But when I met them, they were all Mm -hmm. speaking Spanish to me. And then I would throw out a ni hao, xie xie. And they're like, oh, ni se zongguo. Like, you're Chinese. And I was like, oh my Yay! God, brothers and sisters, hi. We're in Europe and we yeah. can come together, you know? When I got a little lonely, I would go to the grocery store and, you know, Aww. practice my Mandarin a little bit. So I felt like I could communicate with people because my Spanish is shit. I mean, in general, when you see other Asians when you're abroad, we're kind of trying to be cool. We're like, I don't need to know what type of Asian you are right away. Because for one thing, we're fatigued by having to explain this all day. And two, I don't really need to know. (laughs) Like, I don't really fucking care if you're Korean or like, what are you? The same thing here. Like, I don't really care, you know? And so unless I'm very, very drunk, because (laughs) then I'm like, hey, hey, other Asian, I'm so lonely for other Asians. Talk to me. One time I was in 
Iceland and I like just went into like the back door of a, a Thai restaurant and it was like all of the Asians in Iceland were in there having a karaoke party. And I literally like pointed to my eyes and I was like, hey, of course. I'm Asian. I'm Asian, too. Did they invite you into the party? (laughs) And then I went and I went in and I partied with them all night. It was the greatest. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, talking about meeting other Chinese while you're traveling, um, I was just in Bali last year. So I was at the hotel I was at and there was this Chinese family and I was traveling by myself. And this is usually when it happens. I want to talk to everybody. So I was like, I threw the ni hao out and they're like, oh. You're Chinese. No, I'm American. Oh, da, da, da. Then I became their translator with the hotel. And they want to take this excursion. They have two kids. One is like below two, two years old. Can they go? How much? What day? Like all these questions. I don't even understand exactly what they're saying, to be honest. But I had to convey that to the hotel to plan a trip. And then I realized I spent like an hour and a half of my beautiful morning in Abud translating for these people because Chinese people are aggressive. So after I was even like, I don't know how to say it. They're like, oh, come on, please, please, please. Oh, I can't. Like, come on. Like, they're helpless. And oh, I have to help come them. Come on. And then I'm Because like, they were, like, negotiating or why? No, just because they couldn't do it. They couldn't even try. They spoke English, the hotel. So it was easy. Like, as long as I kind of got what the Chinese people wanted, then I could talk to the hotel in English and then try to tell them, the Chinese uh, family, what the hotel said. I mean, they were really appreciative and nice, and I'm happy to help. But at the same time, I'm like, damn it, Nancy, shut up. I, like, want to be like my sister. Just shut up. You know. Don't talk to everybody. You know why? Because you're obedient, helpful Asian woman. Yeah, Asian guilt. Asian guilt. You have to be helpful. So let's talk about the questions, the questions that you get. Where are you from? Always starts it off, right? Yeah. What are the answers that you give? I say... San Francisco. Say New York. And they're like, huh, okay, no, where are you really from? That's when things get kicked off into a new direction. Because some people are curious and they're just like, "Uh, I'm trying to like understand you. Some people are like, "Uh, you're a liar. They're like, no, you're not. And then you have to get into this thing and they they want to know where are your parents from? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know what you're trying to get at, but I still am maintaining that I'm not from China. I'm not from wherever these places are. There's nothing like against China or anything. And it's nothing like against my parents or anything. But like they're from China and I'm not. So if you want to know where like where I'm from, mm-hmm. that's not where it's at. Ask it differently. <laughs> I feel realize that it's all men mm-hmm. it's only men sometimes people will ask you where you're from that are women and whatever you say they're like this answer is accepted they don't fucking care like women don't fucking care where your parents are from they're just like want to talk to you yeah and like they don't i don't think they even yeah. like gets to the level of flirting i think it's like part of their reptilian brain that they're just like gonna keep you talking you know and they're like you're by yourself you're vulnerable. I'm going to keep talking to you because if you're with a man, this will not happen. Literally, like if I'm with a, a woman, an Asian woman, a white woman, it still keeps happening. But if I'm with a man, like these guys will not fuck with you because they know that this is kind of rude. This is kind of like personal information that they're trying to like get out of you and that it's not really 
necessary to whatever transaction like you're trying to make, you know? Like this one time I was in the Galapagos. I was trying to get a scuba trip. So I was going around to different shops. I was like, oh, I just want to see like um, what trips you have going on. Like, where are you from? Like San Francisco. No, you're not. And I'm like, this is going to be a hassle, you know? And I was just like fed up. But I was fed up. I'm like, I answer your questions. But like, why do you need to know? Like, what, like, just like help me understand, like, why is that important? And he said in Latin America, where your ancestors are from, that's where you are really from. It's like a cultural difference. I know, I know, I know. Just bear with me. And he's like, and they literally in Spanish, you say your padres, where your fathers are from. That's where you're from. So he was saying, mm-hmm. um, even if you're born in the Galapagos, you're not from the Galapagos because nobody's literally from the Galapagos. And I'm like, first of all, bullshit. Because like, you guys only want to ask single women where they're from. And then you want to get an attitude if we say we're from America and you, you don't buy it. And he's like, no, I I think you're from somewhere else and you're like is that not exotic enough for you uh I, like i can't help you buddy but why can't they just accept what you say like it's like when people tell me i'm korean I'm like, i know well, why would i lie to you like i'm not like just take it and move on take the comment and move on like let's not have a debate about it I was like, okay, I fully, I respect that culturally, that is how things are thought of this way. Can you respect that where I'm from, it's kind of rude to ask that in that way because Mm -hmm. I'm much more an American person than I am from China. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you identify more with being American. But I did meet um, some people in the Galapagos One of whom was like a middle-aged Chinese woman. She was like, oh my God, like that is the most annoying thing. Like, And she said that her solution, which I thought was pretty brilliant when people are like pop out of nowhere and they're like China or Hapa and like they're trying to say what country they think you're from. They'll do that to her and she'll be like Paraguay. (laughs) Because it's like the same thing back to you, buddy. It's like, I'm going to just say a country that anyone could assume you're from. I think you're from. uh, But you will find offensive because you're like, bitch, I'm not from Paraguay. I'm from Uruguay. Or whatever whatever it is, you know? And then like when people are like, ni hao and Mm -hmm. stuff to her, she's like, howdy doody. That I think it's really funny. Well, it's it's great that you had some tips from uh, other solo yeah female travelers how to mm-hmm. deal with the situation this one guy was in a taxi cab and he's like uh we're doing the whole dance you know where are you from where are your parents from blah blah and i'm like just answering him and then he's paused and he's like so you don't like latin men <laughs> it wasn't a question he was just like a statement what are you supposed to say you're like i just play dumb and i'm like i like everybody Yay! Like, just pretend like you don't understand what they're trying to get at. Well, we've learned a lot about the experiences that we encounter when we're in the motherland or the region around it and outside the motherland. But we wanted to wrap it up and say thank you for listening. As always, you can find us on Instagram or Twitter at Two Crasians. Yep. And that's the number two. And... Crasian. C-R-A-S-I-A-N-S. It's mm-hmm. like C-R with Asia. Yeah. Uh, we're also on Facebook. Review us on iTunes. And hey, why not? Tell a friend. 
So until next time, bye bye la. Bye bye la. Don't wait down.